Valley Boys. Valley Boys. I, I I got really cringe when I was telling people now. I was like, our new podcast name is Valley Boys. And they're like, okay, why don't you know? It's as good of a name as any other random podcast. I know. And then I looked on Spotify for Valley Boys. And there's a Valley Boys podcast. It's just like one guy. Is. Yeah, there's just so much. You can never think of a name that's like. There were podcasts called I Don't Know, too. So like, it's I not know. like we had a purely unique name. I'm Unless you want to like have one of those like auto-generated passwords and like that be the name of the podcast. No, I don't want to do that. Welcome to the X money sign B three nine two seven three dollar sign dollar sign. Isn't X3. that the name of uh, Elon Musk's child? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Rob>. All right. <laughs> so uh, it'll be the name week, of his next child. <laughs> this week we're gonna start off talking sports. Starting sports. Uh, NFL playoffs happened over the weekend. Yeah, they got that going. I don't care about playoffs, and I was so you sad. You don't care just because the Patriots aren't in. Well, yeah, man, I w- I was ready for the Did season to be over for watch? a while. No, yeah, I watched every game. I, okay. watched it. Yeah. I don't care, but I watched every yeah, game. And I watched it, and you know, I was bored because I, you know, and it had nothing to watch. Um, I did because I know on Monday, uh, me me and my wife went out for a very fancy dinner. Very nice at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> okay, well, that's still a nice place. And I forgot that like it was NFL playoffs, so like, yeah, we place waited. must have been packed. It was. I mean, it wasn't fully packed, but that's because, like, they're short staff, so they're just not sitting every table. Sure. But, like, we still waited for, like, a good 20, 30 minutes for a table. Really? Yeah. That sucks. But, like, sat down there, and my wife, like, being, she's like, I don't see any NHL games. Like, so she asked me to be like, hey, can you literally switch it, switch one of these TVs to literally any NHL game? Did they? Yeah. They switched it over to the Flyers and the Blues. Oh, nice. Well, And I learned that I, because... They were there was that, and then it was the uh, Tampa Bay Phil- Eagles. That was such a boring game. That was, but I found myself that like I had both those games, and I found out that I care more about NFL playoffs than I do about a random Blues Phillies game because yeah. my eyes were always drifting over to the NFL TV, being like, "All right, what's I happening do, here?" I do like hockey more than I do football at times, but only if I'm watching my team, the Bruins. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I learned that I. Don't care Deep about down, it. truly do not care about what happens in but a St. Louis to, Blues. You used to not be that way. You used to just want to watch hockey, and yeah. now you're just Canucks. Now, uh, yeah, more just like, I don't know, I just care about like more sports a little more. Okay. That like be like, yeah, like I, I'm getting more Americanized. That I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I care about football, at least some little level. Yeah. I mean, so this past week, you know, the playoffs obviously happened. Yeah. You know, I, then... I watched the only like first two quarters of the Philadelphia Tampa Bay game because then you know we were done our meal and we're like okay we're ready to go home sure and it was like this is this is a rough <laughs> did you watch any other games before that this weekend I did not watch any of them like live I checked like highlights and things oh, okay and it was like so you only watch football by circumstance <laughs> you didn't actually actively seek out I don't football. really actively seek out any sports no for sure <laughs> and that's why it's like confusing to me but but like if you put any sport in front of me like I'll probably watch well anybody will probably watch dude <laughs> no like if you there are some people that like if you put like a basketball game in front of them like they will just stare at their phone well, right, and yeah. I will like put my phone down and watch the game. Okay, it's different. Uh, but I watched all the games this weekend because yeah. I was excited for all the matchups. Did you have any game that you thought was particularly good, entertaining? Um, so there were a lot of bummers this weekend that I was hoping that would be better. Like the Texans absolutely blew out uh, the Browns, which was yeah upsetting. Um, I was hoping the Browns would you know do a little bit of something, but uh, C.J. Stroud, the new rookie quarterback, just looks not like a rookie. Um, so he's got Houston in the next round. 
And what was the other blowout? The other blowout uh, well, was Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, that one, yes, relatively, but there was another one in NFC, uh, I believe. I feel like Crap. there was another Should one. Have. Um, but then the Chiefs... Eat. Chiefs eked it out over the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a blowout, but it felt like a blowout. Um, yeah. I did not realize that, like, kind of looking in after the game, that, like, it's been, like, a million years since Miami won a playoff game. Has it? I, I, I saw some clip on TikTok where they were talking about that, like, you know, like, the last time Miami won a playoff game Billie Eilish had yet to be born <laughs> it was like holy crap man I can't think of the other dang blow but it doesn't matter um so I had fun watching the Chiefs uh it was so cold and then yeah. team oh the Bills was that the one yeah the the bill no the Bills beat the Steelers and it wasn't really as much a it blowout like a clean beat but not a blowout yeah uh man and then the Rams lost to uh Detroit and I'm blanking oh the Cowboys the Cow- oh right the Cowboys I was like how am I oh. forgetting one I know <laughs> it was bad and oh my goodness the Cowboys got absolutely just rolled they got over rolled and they were not ready to play because they played that in Green Bay or they play that in Dallas they played that in Dallas oh they don't even they can't even blame the weather no they can't like at least like Miami could be like, yo, if we played in Miami and like we were it like, it may have been different, have, but I think the Chiefs are better have. than Miami. But anyways, the, the Cowboys just and Jordan Love, Utah State product uh, quarterback in his second year, uh, he just really looks good. And there's no way to you know sugarcoat that. And the Cowboys were supposed to have a great defense this year, and every Cowboy fan thought this was the year. I feel like that I hear that every year, though. That like sure, Cowboys fans this, are like, "This is the year, baby. We've got it." Their defense was really good this year, but then I don't know. Just crazy stuff happens in the playoffs. That's yeah. why it's the greatest well, that's, playoffs. That's part of the stuff. nature of like you know, yeah, that best of one format where it's like any given Sunday, like some team shows up, some team doesn't, and then like doesn't feel, matter how good you're supposed to be. Sure, I feel bad that I just said that it's the greatest playoffs because I think the hot like the Stanley Cup playoffs are the greatest playoffs yeah. in all the sports. I would so. always say that. I get the like, best of seven that like, like they do in hockey is like obviously better to like see who is truly the better team, but that is totally untenable in football. You can't have a best of seven series sure. in the NFL. And, yeah, I guess not. But unless you hockey, want the season to be all year round, it would never happen. Obviously, but I just think hockey's better. But I get what you're saying about football; it's one and done, yeah. which is which sucks. If you don't show yeah. up that day, you never know. I mean, what's going to happen? If you have a key player that is having a very bad game, like it's just done. So I, I see. I mean, so obviously, other than the playoffs, there was a lot of stuff that happened before the playoffs. Before the playoffs, there's some big news, and it literally happened the day after. I was like, I'm, I'm good with the Patriots now. I'm done. You know, You're like, ready for them to draft, draft, and, and then go. the next day, Bill Belichick gets gets, gets fired. Kicked. And I was in class from like ten in the morning till seven at night, and I'm like, you just have to process that while you're in class, I'm trying like to learn, trying you're not like, to lose my stuff. And oh man, I I had a good cry when I got home with my wife because <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. This wasn't part of the plan. Well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is that, like, you know, when we talked about this last week, you were like, okay, if the Patriots can draft a strong quarterback, like they're going to be back in a winning position. That's like the key piece that they need. Is that still the same thing now? Or is it and like without so, Bill Belichick at the helm? This is, is going to sound crazy, but I feel more confident now in the team. So okay. one of the things I've always been critical and other people have always been critical critical about Bill Belichick is that he does not draft well. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I, I was like worried, like he would probably be the one to trade back from number three to out of the first round to find the third round quarterback and claim that's the new guy. 
Yeah. I honestly could see that happening. But now, with first-year uh, head coach Gerard Mayo for the Patriots, he's been a linebacker coach since 2019. So he's been on the staff. I was hoping they would you know, find somebody outside, like a Mike Rabel bring in. Yeah. Uh, but it's whatever. I just have a feeling that they're going to draft better. They're going to evaluate talent. So the draft will go better, but yes. we'll see how the season goes. I'm worried, though, because we have number three. I want Caleb Williams. He's probably going to go number one out of USC to Chicago. But Chicago has a quarterback in Justin Fields, so they don't necessarily need to take him. But then number two, Washington would probably take Caleb Williams. So the Patriots would potentially need to trade up from number three to get one to get their guy. If that's who their guy is, they they yeah. might not even like Caleb Williams. They might like Drake May. Because well, when we talked last week, you kind of mentioned that there are a There's number a of relatively strong quarterback picks. So they might, I know that you have your favorite, but. Yes, they might have their own. And they might not even go quarterback at all. I mean, I Do you would, think it would be. I would lose to... my mind. Okay. I would lose my mind. <laughs> I would be done with football. If for they a long picked time. anything other than a quarterback, you're like, this is terrible. What are you doing? I, I don't. I might be one of those cowboy fans that punch their TV <laughs> on draft day. When that that was so funny to me just watching tiktoks i know so many cowboys fans just like losing their minds but you see i'm like so used to it now because any team that loses badly in the playoffs i feel like there's always just a run of tiktoks that i'm just i think i'm just conditioned to see people overreact to their team just like absolutely gutting themselves yeah but i love seeing it i just want something different like speaking of different the buffalo game so it got postponed from Saturday to Monday because of just intense, snow. crazy snow. <laughs> it they robbed us of like one of the greatest snow games I've ever like of all time. You, that could have been a lit game, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? I've seen videos from Buffalo fans that like can't even see the field and they're in the bleachers. That's what we missed. That game could have been ridiculous, but you know, public safety and everything like that. But then you see First all the videos, public safety. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, it's football, man. That was you know, stick with it conditions who cares but it was fun to see uh the game move to sunday and see people digging through to get to their I seats i love that they like paid fans to like the day prior shovel out the seats and they're just like we'll give you like 20 bucks an hour and we'll give you free food at the game i'll introduce you to something called bill's mafia so they love jumping through tables it's just a thing that they do okay. you, now you'll have to like look up bill's <laughs> mafia videos but so there was one where they are on the top of a very large snowbank. I'm talking maybe like five to ten feet in the air. I don't know how. Yeah. They're up there. They're up there. And there's a table. <laughs> one of these like lunch tables. And now it's on fire. And three people jumped off the snowbank into the table. And that is Bill's Mafia. And the game was, you know, disappointing because my family so is. So does this happen like after they're like eight beers deep or before uh, they're eight they, beers deep? I mean, they were probably drinking all morning. It was a two o'clock game. It was a strong pregame. Yeah. They, the... They're they're pretty uh, oiled up. And yeah. I watched that game because my family, like I said, is from Pennsylvania. So they're Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Ooh, rough. So I was rut- roughing. What? I was Roughing root- it out with them. I was rooting for them. Yeah, roughing it out. And. There were some times where the fans of Buffalo would throw snowballs into the end zone at players when they're trying to catch. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But you'll you, no, you, you should go back throw and throw things it. at players. Yeah, it's just I hate how people fans sometimes don't throw. I mean, it's fun to see when you score a touchdown, like throwing snow in the air. Yeah, not actively trying, not to, actively trying to hit another player with an object. <laughs> it's so disappointing to see yes. all the videos. Uh, on that note, I do have to uh, note that. Uh, I got a text late last night 
for my sister that let me move on to tell you to suck it. What? Because you talked bad about Avs fans last week. Dude, well... And she I'm... had to rep her city. She's like, I actually probably believe him that Avs fans are bad fans, but, like, I have to rep my city. Yeah, well, I, I love the city of Colorado or Denver, whatever. I, I too, love the city of Colorado. <laughs> but they're they're not nice people. Some of those people in those stands in Section 110 were not nice. I'm not nice about I don't know if that was the right section, but it was a good time overall. We did not win. We got a point, though. And that's good for you. We'll see them again this week. I think tonight, actually. Are they playing the Avs again already? I think they are. And it will be a different story because we did home. get a little away because we were talking about okay. kind of end of eras of big coaching eras and Bill Pilichek de- departing. We also had another coach depart a team that was like an end of an era. Pete Carroll leaving the Seahawks. Interesting story or a fact on that. You know, Pete Carroll was the coach of the Patriots before Bill Belichick. Oh, really? Isn't that interesting? He went to, from New England to USC. Then to Seattle. Seattle. But yeah, it's just crazy. Next season, these two prominent coaches, I think they're not going to be on, you know, the Patriots and the Seahawks respectively, but I think they're going to get jobs otherwhere. Everywhere else. Uh so be Belichick surprised. he interviewed with Atlanta already. Okay. And then during the Dallas game, people were already saying that Bill Belichick is going to come in and coach the Well, I Cowboys. feel like Dallas fans are looking for anything right now to be like, please. Sure. But, but, like, I was just, like, thinking, like, you know, like, I'm not the biggest football fan. I haven't followed it for a long time. But, like, I have no conscious memories of a time where Pete Carroll was not the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Well, yeah, it's been a while. But, I mean, I since I know him from other places, I, I can see. I see. I saw pictures and videos of him with USC mm-hmm. and just how younger he looks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be weird. But I do not think they're done coaching. I think they're going to get no, jobs next season No, I think both of them somewhere. will go on for at least a few more years. And it's going to be weirder. To see them in different, you know, yeah, but it'll be teams. hype when they play their old teams. I know. I'm not looking forward to facing a Bill Belichick defense because <laughs> he—that's one thing he can do. He can do defense, uh, but he just can't evaluate. Well, tomorrow. maybe he can bring the Cowboys defense actually. Into uh, the, I don't. I'm into not the ready. Promised I'm not ready to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about that. But the coaching carousel started a lot earlier than I thought it did. it was going to. Usually, yeah. it's after. The Super Bowl you things let's playoff wrap up before you start going, but I guess other teams. I was teams, not ready for this, but I guess it kind of makes sense that like if you were going to make like big announcements like firing head coaches that have been there for so long, you kind of want to just get that news out so that like you can kind of move yeah, through the cycle, start and, the like, search, start the search, and let you know, and then let the fans kind of be like not have to like just dwell on it for like months at a time. You're like, look, like I know you're all upset about this coach leaving, or maybe you're all ecstatic, whatever. Whatever your feelings are, you can like have those for a few days, but like guess what? There's more games to play, so go pay attention to those. Sure. And it's just this the business, you know? Yeah. It's a business. And also like continuing on this coach carousel, like another prominent coach retired out of Alabama, Nick Saban. Yeah. He he's won so many titles down there. So it's just next season for football in general is just gonna look weird. Yeah. They've already filled his spot too, the Washington coach who was in the national championship, uh, actually going to Alabama just very quick upgrade and job, but it's just yeah. Showed him the big fat stacks that could pay him, and he was like, seen, "All right, let's do it." I've seen videos of Washington players saying that like he didn't even say goodbye. The dude, <laughs> dude just straight up left for Alabama. Just gave him an Irish goodbye and headed yeah. off to Alabama. I mean, that's a business right there. You don't even care. Like these kids are not going anywhere. Well, I'm, I'm here go to somewhere else. You know, just like I'm here to do a job. I'll do the best job I can. But the moment I have a job somewhere else, I'm gonna go do it over there. Yeah, just how a cookie crumbles, man. Yeah, I mean. I think Nick Sirianni is going to definitely get fired from Philly. Just 
the way they crumbled towards the end of the season. Yeah, I just the, how badly the end of the season went for them. I feel like, like they saw it coming. They couldn't do anything to stop it. Yeah, it was crazy. And then Jason Kelsey, uh, I think I saw some clips from his podcast today talking about it, but pretty sure he's 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 going in retirement, which is sad. I thought I had seen like confirmed reports that he was retiring. Yeah, or... confirmed. I guess I didn't, I haven't seen anything like that, it's, but I haven't. Is been it really... just one of those? It's like all but confirmed. I like think he he hasn't sat down and done a press conference where he says I am retiring, but everyone's like he's going to do that at some point. In the I, next I, month. I'd have to watch his podcast and see what he actually said today, but he's probably already said it. But we'll confirm that later. I mean, it's he's sad. Played for a pretty long time he had a pretty long pretty good yeah, career pretty great career he's a hall of famer for sure he'll go on and like just be like a philly sports hero forever yeah uh, you should look up his outfit that he wore when he won the super bowl against my patriots by the way but the, he just wore this i've crazy... seen some pictures of some pretty insane outfits that jason kelsey's <laughs> yeah. been in he's he's been a character man i just gonna he's gonna be missed and we'll, well i mean like i i saw like snippets of like the documentary that they made for with him i haven't seen it yet but like, like I always just got the impression that like he just seemed like a really like stand up dude. So like it's yeah. just like sad to see for sure like uh someone in like a super high prominent position like that like that is just like a solid stand up person like yeah leave and it's like okay well like who is that wholesome figure that we we can look to now and then we might not have that yeah it's that's part of the business too like at the end of every season a bunch of players retire that you'll just you know I go mean, people missing. get older it's harder. To harder to keep up. I was watching some stuff about uh, like Alex Ovechkin. Like he's you know he's creeping up towards the Gretzky goals. I thought that goal would never ever be touched. And uh, he's he not. He's not close, close. But he's like he's, he's it's like he definitely has, doable. Yeah, and I hope he just does not do it. I don't want him to do it. I think it'd be cool if he got close. Yeah, I don't. It's I, cool like right I now. I close. agree that I'm like kind of want it to stay Gretzky's re- record, but like. Ovechkin is like an all-time great player. And you I'm have not to taking that, that away from him. He's great, you know? Uh, but Wayne's better. Just looking at some of his stats, he, you know, put up over 90 goals in a couple seasons. Some of those... 200 well, plus like, points. You see some of those stats that are like, you know, like, if, like, some of these seasons, like, if Gretzky had never scored a goal, he would still be, like, the points leader of the league just yeah. on assists alone. Like, it's just like, this dude was a, he was a absolute force. generational talent. Yeah. So... All right, you want to wrap up sports? Yeah, because uh, I'm sick about every other sport. I mean, the Celtics are doing good. Basketball, Jazz here. Too. Canucks are doing great. Yeah. Well, I don't. Hold on. Let's not. They're not doing great. Okay. What do you I, mean? They're like top 20, of the league. The Jazz. The Canucks. Oh, I thought well, the Jazz. Who cares about the Jazz? We just switched over to basketball. You didn't hear that transition? No. Well, you said Celtics, and I was like, okay, you're still talking about like Boston teams that you like, whatever. Yeah. I switched to basketball. Okay. But yes, Canucks are up there. They're great. Is it's like Canucks, Bruins, and Jets are like the top of the league right now, right? I think so, yeah. So like I, I'll I'll have an updated look at that. But I think whatever. I think the Bruins have a better record. Doesn't matter. I I I like I think I checked on the weekend and the Canucks were on top, but I don't know. That's still the, I mean there's I'm sure there's been games played since then. Yeah, the Canucks are, you know, 29-11-4, and four, 62 points, and the Bruins are 26-8-9. and nine. So we have fewer losses, one less point, so we're better. More wins, better team. <laughs> <laughs> you have 62 points, we have 61. Better team? No. But not by much. You're not the better team, dude. You have... But, like, again, I'm tempering my expectations. I Why? Watch them. They're good. Because they... 
Stop there it. have been Stop plenty it. of Stop years where they've it. been really good. They're, every team is always different. Different I'm players, watch different them, but like, I'm not like if they start losing, I'm not going to be like, "What's happening?" I'm be like, "Ah, I knew it." You can't go. You sport so weird, dude. You can't do that. It could be a completely different team. That's you just gotta watch. Just stick with them. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. It does me no good to gloat over my team if you don't care about yours. <laughs> Gloating's no fun if it doesn't actually. I make can't rub bad. it in your face when they get stomped by the Bruins. It's not gonna be a good time for me. Well, uh, okay. Since you don't want to talk basketball, you're just done with sports because you don't like basketball. I just don't follow basketball at all. Yeah. Well, the Jazz are not the top in the league. That's <laughs> no, I, I had that's no how, impression that that was the I case. I was like, dang, you really are one of those like homers in this state. <laughs> but it's fine. The Jazz are on their way up, hopefully. So I can. Are they? Well, I mean, they're above 500 last time I checked. Okay. Well, that's good for them. There are no Celtics. Okay. But we can we can move off. I of know sports. you hate other sports. Yeah. Fine. I hate basketball at my core and i am proud to say that okay. live on the internet okay live on the internet how okay okay grandpa why did you say it like that you young whippersnappers don't understand it i don't okay. like the dribbling don't involve the accent too okay <laughs> not the old canadian accent i can't do it i'm too tired today all right okay it must fine. be nice that you don't have any classes to take do you, are you officially graduated you're done uh yeah did you get a certificate I have to go pay my graduation fee to go get it, but yeah. Are you going to do that? Yes, I want the paper. Okay, I'm just, my gosh. I just get distracted and I forget to submit it. Yeah, I have to, okay. okay. Move on, some entertainment news. We had the Emmys. Yes. I I mean, it was three shows, super dominated Mm -hmm. for drama. Succession cleaned up like five out of six awards for that. Um, Yes. Comedy, the bear won five out of six. And then for limited series, uh, Beef. I you know I started beef but I never finished it and now I feel like I'm like more inclined I need, to I have been like I'm like I watched the bear and I have not seen any of these other shows um, I got to get around to that because I've heard beef is really good and I liked I really it it was just like, weird it's, is it just weird no it's not weird it's just like intense I guess mm. but I I from what I watched I think I've only seen a couple episodes I've, I I liked it but I just gave up on it I will have to watch it at some point. Which because I've been looking for TV to watch, and I'm too lazy to get Apple TV. So, oh, dude, I'm okay. But it's weird to me that the bear is considered a comedy. Can you explain why? You, I that was one of my favorite things that I've seen the past couple of weeks. Is that people are like, "Why is the bear a comedy?" And people have just been like retweeting that, just posting like the funniest clips of the bear. Uh, yeah. There are some genuinely hysterical moments but on there are, this show. I mean, but there are also some like super dramatic. Yeah, things. like the whole like was it Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner? Christmas? That episode that whole, that was episode just... fishes is rough. It was anxiety. But also, there's some really funny moments in there. Sure, with the the Fack brothers trying to convince whatever John Mulaney's character was like buy baseball cards with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... There are... I mean, there's some genuinely really funny moments But I just don't think of it as a comedy show. No. And that, a, that that's something with, like, the Golden Globes and the Emmys. There's always, like, this weird kind of arbitrary, like, split. Because I know, like, a long time ago, back when The Martian came out, like, it was listed as a comedy for the Golden really? Globes. And it's like... I mean, I get it, because, like, Matt there's Damon's character is, like, launching quips left and right, but, like... That's not that's, comedy. It's not really a comedy. It is clearly, like, a dramatic movie about, like, survival. But anyways, I mean, The Bear, it deserves any awards it gets, because it's just a great it's show. It's great. Uh, I can't wait for the... And I think season. part of the reason they do that is so they can give awards to, like, some shows like The Bear that are, like, 
kind of a little more underdoggy and not like the obvious favorites like shows like Succession end up being. And yeah, but so, the other big news of the Emmys was that once again, Better Call Saul went home empty-handed. That show has been nominated for fifty-three Emmys over the course what? of its and run, that's... and never once won a single award. That's insane. I mean, not even a technical award. I, <laughs> I've only seen Breaking Bad, so but I know of Better Call Saul, and I know of people so that have good. watched it and really liked it. It's just maybe it's gone up against stuff that's just genuinely better. So I, because I know some of the comments I saw and some of the things I read. Was like, you know, like, it's not, like, upsetting that Better Call Saul is, like, losing a lot of these things to, like, Succession. I think the thing that most people were more upset about was, like, the couple of years where Better Call Saul was losing to the worst seasons of Game of Thrones. Where they're like, these are the, these are the seasons, like. Is that actually true? Yeah. Like, even, like, the final season of Game of Thrones, like, they swept, like, all the acting awards. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, I get it that they were, like, trying to put good performances. But, like, can we not just all collectively look and be like. This was a great show that ended terribly, and we're not going to give it awards for this horrible ending. So Better Call Saul is just over now, right? Or is it's it done. Out? Completely done. And so they just, I mean, 53. 53? 53. And going 0-53 at awards. Because I, I saw a clip of uh, Bob Odenkirk, the main actor. Yes. Who is Saul. Yep. Uh, like he's talking, like like, are you nervous to be at like you know to be at these? And he's just like he's like I've been here a bunch. Like it doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah. I think he he just he like he just like he's like he's like I'm gonna lose. Like who cares? Like that's so sad. It is sad because like there he does he gives some fantastic performances and like not winning any awards for it is kind of lame. Yeah, that's too bad, man. Um, but Owen fifty three, it. It, oh my! It's gosh. just like a statistical anomaly, like yeah, that you like get it shouldn't a, be that nominated many that many not. times and just continuously strike out. That's weird. But I did want to talk a little bit, just kind of like you know, we talked about how like Succession dominated the drama category, The Bear dominated the comedy category, mm. Beef dominated the limited series. So like, do you think it's weird that like one show kind of just tends to like win all the awards for like that cat for like the category of drama? Weird how, like, you think it's those shows outperform the other shows in the, their own respective categories? Yeah, like, do you think it's really realistic to say that, like, every, like all these acting performances in succession are, like, you know, for lead actress, lead, lead actor, supporting actress, supporting actor, and ensemble cast? Like, there's five different acting awards for each one. And it's like, is it really realistic to say that like succession is better than all the other shows in all acting categories. Well, I mean, if it's going off that last season, I think that last season was just like top tier TV. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's, I weird. just feel like, be like, I need to watch like way more TV so I can feel more informed to be like, sure. You know, like just get yes, a collective feel for it. Yeah, I'd be like, you know, like, yes, like there are some amazing performances here, but like, let's be real. Like this performance from this show was better. And like, I was there the, any example? Because I think that see, last... that's why I'm like I need to watch more TV. Okay, like, yeah. I don't I don't watch enough. I don't watch a, a lot of the high prestige stuff to know that like oh like actually you know because 
I have to kind of just assume that like maybe Succession just really was that much better than I, everything else. It might be, but I I need to also watch more TV. So I don't know. I just I think those show it's indicative of how good the shows are if they're winning these awards. Yeah, but I I just it always strikes me as a little odd that there's kind of just like one show that everyone kind of like knows is about to like sweep everything. Yeah, I mean, if it's a good show, it's gonna get swept. I don't. Like I could, I understood it in like the early years of Game of Thrones because like that was a show that like altered the cultural landscape, mm-hmm. like completely shifted how like people felt about fantasy and things, and like show that like this is like genre defining show. So like yes, of course, like it, when it wins all the awards, I'm like that makes sense because like it literally like flipped people's minds on the genre entirely. And I I was a little annoyed by Kieran Culkin. I don't think he was particularly that good in the last season of succession i mean he had moments mm-hmm. but like the whole funeral scene i i don't know see and that's one where i'm like maybe his performance is strong but i haven't seen enough of yeah. the other nominees to know like well maybe so and so should have won it instead sure i do like the the back and forth with him and uh, Pedro, Pedro pascal. pascal i do like that yeah that they're and they like their faces on each time were just like they're such good actors. I I thought Pedro's bit at the Emmys was so great, where he's just like, you know, like, oh, Kieran Culkin, like, beat me up, yeah. did whatever, and then, like he does that, and he cut to Kieran's face, and he's it's like just stone faced about yeah. it, yeah. And then Pedro's just like, anyways, the nominees are, and, it's and just then like, they, and they just both, like, it's like, oh, we're just done with the bit. Well, no, I then maybe <laughs> mine was ended because then I saw like a them both break character, like Kieran laughed, and then he laughed, and then he was like best. Draw oh, the clip that I saw just had Pedro just go straight into the nose, oh, and so... then it cut back to Kieran. He's like, "Why? What? We're no, just done." I didn't see that, so I'll have to find that and send it to you later. But it was different. See, I would have had a different perspective if that was the way. But it showed them until it showed Kieran until he broke character, laughed, and then when he laughed, Pedro laughed, and then he went into like announcing the uh, the category. But regardless, yeah. very good bit, very yes. funny. I like the their back and forth. It's been. Yeah, it's been a fun thing to see. How do you feel about hosting at these award shows so far? Uh, so we Koi talked about Joy Koi, yeah, that, like did not go well. Wait, what did I just say? Kojoy? You say Kojoy, and it's Joy Koi. Joe Koi. Wait, what? Joe Joe Koi. J O K O Y. I didn't know that him and Chelsea Handler, who was the host of the Emmys, were exes. I believe that's what I mean. I can't confirm that. I just saw it on TikTok. Chelsea Handler host the Emmys. I thought that was. Oh no! Did I say the wrong person? I thought it was like Andre, the guy from Blackish. Oh, because he Anthony had his, like, Anderson. Anthony Anderson, that's the one. Wait, terrible at names. What, what was there another show with Chelsea Handler? That, I don't know. I, oh, dude, come on. But there was also there was like the Governor Awards, which John Mulaney hosted. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw clips of him hosting it that seemed like, like he killed it. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. John Mulaney is a he's, he's, he's a very good comic, but I think he's also like in tune with like the movie industry in a way yeah that like because like he did like a bit about him like auditioning for like a small part in like a random in like a movie i can't remember who was directing but like some random movie uh-huh and he's just like he's just like because he's just like you know like he's a big stand-up comedian so it's uh-huh. just like he's like no they're not offering me the part they're offering me the opportunity to audition <laughs> and yes i did audition and no i didn't get it (laughs) (laughs) 
He so is like different. He's... And then he had the bit where he's talking. He was hyping up Angela Bassett. Yes. Where he's talking about like, oh, I saw like, that. You know, like she she got nominated for an Oscar doing a Marvel movie. Like that's incredible. Like it's like getting a Nobel Prize for a Reddit comment. Yeah. Like... Or no Pulitzer. Pulitzer. <laughs> but like it'd be like I thought like it was a clear kind of understanding that like you can do really funny jokes without mm-hmm. like punching down on people yes like it'd be like oh like i can do a funny bit that is like the only person i'm like making fun of is marvel studios the billion dollar franchise that is like impossible to hurt its feelings because it's a franchise not a person yes but then when the other guy just like yeah bashes Joy, his like, writers bashing his writers telling kind of weird jokes about barbie <laughs> and then i you didn't see the i feel like it was chelsea handler she I, said that uh, you know, thank you for laughing at that joke. My writers wrote it. You didn't see that. I didn't see that, but that's a. That's, but then that's a funny meta commentary yes. in the whole thing there. And I think those two were exes. So it's even funnier. I need to find it and I'll send it to you. But yeah, yeah. that's true. That would be even funnier. Yes. Uh, okay. So let's switch it kind of in the same realm movies and TV. Movie, TV. We watch anything good in the last week? You know what? <laughs> You're going to laugh. My wife, I came home one day and she was just watching The Greatest Pottery Throwdown. And I've been watching that for the past like week and a half. Is that like Great Brit- British Bake Off, but for yeah, pottery? Like pottery. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not judging because last time I went to go visit my family for Christmas, dude, we watched like nonstop Storage Wars. Oh no, it wasn't Storage Wars. It was the blacksmithing one. Oh okay. The like Fire to the Forge or something like that, where like they make like swords and then they sure. like test them, and it's like it's, it's a reality competition show, but yeah. like, blacksmithing. And okay, I can dig that because I'm watching the same thing with pottery, and I've never made a pot in my life, but now I'm looking into like pottery date <laughs> You're nights, getting hyped up for it. Yeah, I'm like, I think I could do this, man. Put that on the wheel. Let me make a cup, you know. <laughs> so I have watched nothing else, and yeah, it's been fun. More, we are on the fourth season. We've watched. No like dang. Almost 40 episodes. I will say, I think my favorite version of these shows is still Great British Bake Off because it is generally like pretty uplifting. Like they're always trying to like praise the guests and trying to be like, hey, like, you know, you did this great job here or whatever. Well, you should you should watch a great pottery throw down because there's one judge who like if he likes it, he'll cry and say it's brilliant. Oh well. It's so it's it makes me cry, man. He's so sweet. Yeah. But Anything that you've seen in the past week that's been good? Well, I mean, like I keep saying, like I don't watch a ton of TV. I need to get back into that. But I did go see uh, a movie over the week, uh, American Fiction, starring Jeffrey Wright. I haven't seen anything for this movie. So the basic uh, vibe of the story is that Jeffrey Wright plays this character that's a writer. You know, he writes novels. And the movie makes it very clear that, you know, like he's very talented, he's very good, but he writes kind of like intellectual, kind of heady stuff that like is not popular. Okay. And so, and then people are asking me, like, you know, like, why don't you write something, you know, more popular things? Or, like, his publisher is like, you know, like, why don't you write something more black? Oh, my And he's gosh. like, he's like, uh, I do write uh, black novels. I'm a black man, and this is my novel. Uh-huh. And they're like, no, you know, like, what we read, you know, whatever. And he kind of, and then he happens upon, you know, someone that wrote kind of, like, this book about, like, this authentic ghetto experience. Okay. Whatever. And he is upset by it, so he in like a drunken stupor writes his own kind of version of that. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, it start, it becomes this huge bestseller, but he writes it under a uh, pseudonym. Oh, okay. So he's trying to keep it from his family things that like, you know, like they're asking, you know, like, how are you able to start paying for all these things? And he's like, mind your business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, it's him trying to like, the fact that like, you know, like he hates this piece of work that he's created. Sure. But like, it is immensely popular. Oh, wow. That's a- so it is, I thought it was super clever, super funny, 
How'd you hear about it? I feel like I just I... saw a trailer randomly. Really? And then I, well, I was checking, I saw a trailer a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, this looks kind of good. I like Jeffrey Wright as an actor. Sure. I, uh, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us stars as his brother. Okay. So, like, be like, oh, I like the actors in this, whatever. And then, uh, so on Monday, my wife and I are like, oh, like, let's go see a movie. So we go check Showtime and be like, oh, hey, I've heard good things about this. I want to go check it out. So we just go check it out. Okay. Yeah, the cast, I, I recognize a lot of people. And so, I mean, yeah, it's super good. I highly recommend it to anybody. It's very funny and very clever and everything I want from like a comedy. Sure. Oh, it's a comedy. It's definitely a comedy. Oh, it's, it sounded like you were pitching a drama. It is. I mean, it's got, you know, it's dramatic sure. elements to it, but like it is a comedy. Interesting. It is a lot of laughs. I miss going to movies, man. I haven't been to movies in so long. I want to go back. Just go. But I don't know what I would see. I'm... There's plenty of good movies right now. No. You just check your local showtime. Let's find what's good and go. It's not that easy. It really is. No. You have to carve out time. Busy schedules. Okay. If you have a busy, if you have time constraints, that does make it more difficult. Yeah. But like, yeah. just go. Yeah. Well, just get Apple TV. It's easy. Okay. You've got me there. I, yeah. I can't argue that point. <laughs> like, I, and my only argument would be like, I'm just too lazy to sign up for Apple TV. Just get Apple TV. You will thank me. It's so good. So it's that Monarch show. It's like the Godzilla prequel with that's good. I, Russell and Wyatt Russell. Yeah, I still have two episodes to finish, but all they're they're all on there now. Okay, um, what I else went, is on there? Uh, Silo. Really? Oh, Silo. I've heard good things about too. That's uh, the like suspense one with yes. uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. For all mankind, I love for all mankind. It's you know I the alternate at all. It's Soviets won their race to the moon first in an alternate reality. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like um, uh, Man in the High Castle, which was like a show about like what if the Nazis won World War Two? Yeah, and now it's like what's happening in America is like is like Nazi occupied America. I mean, so that's, it's like this alternate that's history. What is that called? Man in the High Castle. It's on Amazon. Oh wow, that sounds that sounds crazy. It was a pretty crazy show because then they get into like some weird like timeline like time travel wonkiness, oh. and I'm like. Oh, yeah, I don't mess. Just with give that. me my weird historical hypothetical. Yeah. Well, then you'll love for all mankind because it's just a space race goes on steroids, and then it shows you who wins the president. Like Al Gore is the president in the future. Oh, okay, it goes it's through like different decades. It's like kind of like like because the Soviets won yeah. the race to the moon. This is like kind of yeah. the historical domino effect. Like it goes from the sixties. I think Ted Kennedy becomes the president in one of like decade or one. Okay, president. it's like it's so good, dude. And they right. go from the moon to Mars, and it's just. It sounds cool. It does. So three shows that I need to check out on Apple TV. Have you, you've seen uh, Ted Lasso, right? I've seen Ted Lasso. Yeah. So I keep seeing rumors about a spinoff. I don't want. I don't want spinoffs. No, me neither. I agreed with you. I'd be like, be like, like, no, this is a great show that, that should be one hundred percent done and, and never. Even touched the last again. season was like a little like state mm. overstate its welcome a little bit. <laughs> Another one I like on Apple is called C. It's Jason Momoa, and the entire like world has been like ripped of their vision. Okay. But then there's these two children that can see, like they can, but everybody that's blind thinks that they're devils and it's, it's a great show. I love okay. it. Not, not a fan favorite. No, I have heard it was already it. canceled. What? Well, uh, no, it ended, not it. Uh, it ended pretty abruptly. It ended pretty abruptly, but I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff on there that's great. Well, did you see you saw Shrinking, right? Yes. Oh, that's also on there. Shrinking. Yeah, I've seen that one, and that was really good. How did you see that if you don't have? Because I it was at the same time as Ted Lasso season three when I had Apple TV, oh, and yeah, then I canceled it after I watched. There's also another shows. one on there that's great. It's called Trying. It's about this British couple. 
um, you should give that a try as well. And the oh, morning okay. show is, you know, good as well with Jennifer Aniston and I've Mr. heard this one. I've heard good things about it. But it's I I like it. It's uh, based on like the Matt Lauer thing. I think. oh, is that what it's based on? I I don't know that. Somebody said that. To or me is recently. it kind of be like it's loosely based it's on loosely, it? Like I follows believe. the same kind of Trent arcs and things. I, but like I think loosely. we've changed all the names to make sure that no one sees yeah. us. I mean, I think so. Okay. I mean. Well, Apple has such good products. You need to stop saying you don't have time for it. If you get Apple, I'll start going to the movies again. Done. Oh, oh shoot. If I watch all of those Apple you know, shows. You don't have to. Just get Apple and watch one and tell, come no, no, back next I week. Wanna, I want to oh, no. present you a proposition here. What do you mean? If I watch all the <laughs> Apple shows, will you watch one animated movie? Of wow. my choosing, you need to come back to me and report what you thought of. Yeah, these. I will like tell you like as I finish like each season of each show, I will come on the show and I will tell you what I thought of. The That's season. an easy one, dude. Yes, I will do that 100. percent Oh, I'm gonna binge so many shows in the next couple oh, of weeks. I, you know, I don't think you will. Honestly, I don't think you will. I gotta think of a really good animated movie for you to see. Movie, hold on. I said movie. You did say movie. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it's it'll be less of a time investment for you to watch a movie. Yeah, than, I just like, uh, I did the math on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. Pick. Make a movie. If I wanted to torture you, be like, yeah, watch a show. And you'd be like, okay, fine. I'd be like, great. Now you're going to watch One Piece and it's 1,300 episodes. Oh my gosh. That's a thing? You guys have 13 episodes? Oh. I've never seen One Piece and I will never start watching One Piece because I'm too intimidated by the sheer number of episodes. That's way too Although much. I'm aware for any One Piece fans out there that are losing their minds, I know that there's like some site you can go to that will like tell you like which ones are the actual story ones and which ones are filler. So you can like cut it down to like 300 episodes, but like still, it's still 300. Is it really a 1,300 episode? It's something like that. It's been That's going on ridiculous. forever and it's still ongoing like it's one of those so it's like there's the a Simpsons couple anime steroids. shows like that that have just been going on forever is it is because it's like like animated? dragon ball has been going on it's still going on so in the simpsons that's animated right simpsons yeah okay but imagine if simpsons was one cohesive storyline through the whole thing that's crazy that'd be insane right yeah, it would be. all right so oh dude okay i'm happy with so you doing this monarch silo okay let's do it in order hold on for All Mankind. For All Mankind. The last season just ended, so it's five seasons. Five seasons? Yeah. How long are the episodes? An hour. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to take me a while to get through. Uh, and I Silo am going... <laughs> is like 10, I think. I am uh, forewarning to all of my lovely uh, WoW guildmates that I raid with. Oh, you're my performance gonna... is about to go down in the dumps because I'm going to be really... watching shows on my second monitor while I play. There's no way you're going to be doing this, dude. Um Okay, there's uh, ten episodes of Silo. Only ten episodes? Yeah, but okay, hour that's piece. super doable. Okay, well, and then oh man, do I have a do I have like a time limit for when I have to finish these? Uh, tomorrow. That's physically impossible <laughs> unless I have like five TVs and I just mainline. Uh, trying you should do trying. Trying. Um, and then and then Monarch. So that's yeah. four. Yeah, four shows. Wait, so wait. So for all mankind, yeah, silo, silo, trying, trying monarch, monarch, and uh, morning show, morning. You haven't seen it, yeah, yeah. Have you? I'm on the newest season. I just haven't finished the season. Okay, that's a lot of TV. Yeah, well, this is all just to get you to watch one animated movie. You know what? I'm I'll, committed I'll... to my New Year resolution. I'm gonna get it done. Okay, that's just all right. So moving on to more TV. Um, yeah. So so the. Ted show like Seth MacFarlane's new thing with Peacock. I've seen neither one of us. I, I assume you haven't watched it yet. I have not, but I would. But I've try. heard really good things about really? it, which is not what I expected. Like when I saw it announced, I was like, 
okay, like whatever. Peacock, it makes sense because Peacock like a... cut Seth MacFarlane a check, and now like he's gonna yeah. like make a whatever show, and like I'm gonna give it a try because it's a prequel, right? Like it's yeah, it's a prequel, and like yeah, I'm just I'm just hearing really good things that like it's really funny that it's. I just wish that Mark Wahlberg was in it because that's who I think of when I think of Ted. Oh, I I think of Ted when I think of Ted. Okay, well that's fair, that makes <laughs> sense, but <laughs> most of us think of Mark Wahlberg as well. I would be interested to see polling on that. Really? That like when you think of the movie Ted, do you think of Mark Wahlberg or the teddy bear? I think you'd be surprised. I think, I think you'd be surprised how many people think of the teddy bear. I don't think anybody thinks of the teddy it's bear. Character? No, not really. Mark Wahlberg is. If it wasn't for Mark Wahlberg, he, that bear would still be a bear, not Ted. Right or wrong? Just because one right character willed the other to existence doesn't mean that it's they're Did the main character. He said he willed them to existence. It's fine. It it doesn't matter because Mark Wahlberg's not in it, and Ted is now the main character. So there yeah. you go. He got what he wanted. Couldn't convince Mark Wahlberg to go do a Peacock series. <laughs> yeah, but why would he be in it if it's a prequel? It's fine. You so you started it or no? No, I haven't started it yet, but I just yeah. hear good things because. Peacock is another service that I'm not subscribed to currently, but yeah, like, I was already. But I'm I think I'm going to do it because I know um, the Holdovers that movie with Paul Giamatti is on Peacock, if I'm remembering correctly. So I'm like, oh well, I 100 want to watch the Holdovers. So like, I I'll love subscribe just to you saw it. Yeah, I saw it in the oh. theaters. Oh my gosh, I'm choking. There's water. a movie you saw in theaters that I haven't <laughs> seen yet. Huh? There's a movie you've seen that I haven't yet. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't I think I saw it like. I don't know when I saw it, but I, that's the last movie I saw in theaters was The Holdovers. Oh. Well, I, I'm, I, I really want to see it because it looks really, really good. <laughs> it is really good. And I've loved all the you know press Paul Giamatti has been getting since. I love the photo of him at In-N-Out. Did you see? So I sent you a TikTok that showed that I don't know if it was true, real, but it had a Paul Giamatti filter on on HBO movie. with yeah. an animal for Harry. <laughs> it Potter. was so crazy looking, <laughs> and even the voice—it's just oh my goodness! If you haven't seen that, you got to check that out. It's... I will have to check that at some point. But I guess okay, on some current TV, or you want to talk about the gentleman? Uh, so yes, yeah, so the gentleman is a favorite movie of mine. I love it. Great uh, movie by Guy Ritchie with Matthew McConaughey. Solid Guy Ritchie flick. And now they're turning it into a Netflix series. On based so on it's one a Netflix of, series, yeah, I believe so. I what's that, wrong with that? That gives me less confidence. What? No, don't say it like that. Name no, a good I'm, Netflix show that's not Stranger Things. Let me. Oh man, now I'm gonna. I'm like See, second guessing. It's myself. not easy. <laughs> what do you mean? Because most Netflix shows kind of suck. That's not entirely accurate, is it? Is it? Well, like Wednesday was okay. Yes, I can't find it. So. Stranger Things, everyone likes. Oh, there's um, some news about We all liked House of Cards until Kevin Spacey turned out to be an absolute monster of a human being. Yeah. I and that wasn't that the first show ever on Netflix? Or... It was their I think that was their first original series. Yeah. It was that or Stranger Things. No, I think it was I think it was House of Cards first. Well, regardless, if, I I still if it's Guy Ritchie then I I think it'll still be good even if it's on Netflix. Um I think it will it be is good, on <laughs> but it won't be as good as the movie was. I'm gonna. I don't gonna know. Stake the that trailer out, looks gonna be good. Like, it's gonna be like a solid, like half a letter grade worse. I so, think... like, if you say like the gentleman is an A, like it is gonna be a solid B plus. Well, I guess we'll just have to find out because it comes out in March. March, okay. so it's not too far away. So when I finish up with all my Apple shows, <laughs> I can watch the gentleman. <laughs> you think it's gonna take you till March, dude? You binge like nobody's business. 
You can get all this stuff done. I could, but you know, I also just like, go with the the least amount of episodes first. Get those done with and report back. Just so I can get like the momentum building. <laughs> yeah. and be like I've already finished like two shows. This is so easy. And then get to for all mankind and all mankind like, and just get absolutely slammed, plummeted. <laughs> uh, another thing I'm excited for this weekend is SNL finally returns. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's been forever, but it hasn't. Well, they always really take been. the holiday break. Yeah, sure. It's been like a month. Uh, so the host for SNL is going to be Jacob Elordi. Yeah. And he was in Saltburn. Saltburn, Priscilla, Priscilla, Euphoria. Euphoria. He's had quite the rise up. Yeah. And the musical guest is Renee Rapp, who you didn't know who that was, which is just crazy to me. Because just let me have my boomer moment. It's fine, dude. But she is a uh, very talented musical guest. Uh, she played Regina George on Broadway and is in the is movie. Is Regina George in the new Mean, mean Girls. Girls movie. I That might he be did. the next movie I see, honestly, because okay. I, I do I wanna, love musicals. There's one thing really weird yeah. about the marketing for this Mean Girls, new Mean Girls movie. Is that, like, they seem to be making Regina George the main character in all the trailers. That, like, and I get it, because, like, she's, like, kind of this iconic character that everyone, like, knows and is aware of. But, like, it's weird that, like, the trailers, like, frame her as the main character when it's She's not. She's the antagonist, in fact. Well, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. Renee Rapp just has star power, so I, I see it. And I, well, I just think it, the the character of Regina George is more like remembered because, like, I'm searching my mind. I don't remember what the main character of Mean Girls' name is. What? What do you mean, Rachel McAdams? No, or Lindsay Lohan? I remember the actress' name, but what's the character's name? Katie. Oh well, good for you. I had no clue. Well. My goodness, you are right. I had no idea, but Regina George absolutely 100% remember. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't actually remember Katie's last name, but I think it's see. Oh, stop it. (laughs) I'm just trying to make the point that Regina George is the more remembered character. So, why are you mad that they're portraying her as a main character if that's the one you remember? Weird to like not no. put the main character front and center on the It's trailer. only weird if you don't know Renee Rapp, like you don't know Renee Rapp. I guess I'm she's just the been everywhere. Here. She's super talented. You got to see more of her stuff. And... Okay. Well, I will probably watch the Mean Girls movie at some point. Oh, for real? Yeah. I like the original movie. I, lo- I saw a lot of videos or TikToks or whatever on my For You page showing that people didn't realize it was a musical going into yeah, the movie. Yeah, that, that, that is the other weird thing about their marketing is that they like deliberately yeah. did not tell people that it was a musical. I love musicals. Uh, I, greatest Showman is like the greatest musical of all time. We have, I, we've what, talked about this. I hate that movie. Why is your issue? Are you being serious? What is your favorite musical? Do you even have one? Favorite musical? Don't say it like that, Mr. Animated Series. Never mind. You don't. You don't get a vote anymore. That's <laughs> probably it. Lion King. Lion King. That's not. A... It's a musical. I guess. Tell me, it's not a musical. <laughs> you picked an animated musical. You tell me, Lion King's not a fantastic. I film. love the Lion King, but I don't really consider that a musical. Well, it's a coming of age story. Those are not mutually exclusive oh, terms. Oh my gosh! You can absolutely real, be a coming of real age musical. Person. You have to pick a real person. Dang. Pick one I don't know any musicals like off the top of my head. Oh my gosh. What's your favorite musical? I just said it. The Greatest Showman. Oh, right. You definitely like a La La Land kind of person. I've never I seen like that. La La Land. I but knew like, it. We're done. The, okay, when I wouldn't say it's my favorite musical. One, because the second act of La La Land forgets that it's a musical. Like they just go like a full hour without any musical numbers. Oh, I might have to give that a try. I've just never seen it. We, so. Is there something wrong? <laughs> There's so many good movies 
that you just skip over and then you give me these arbitrary reasons why you won't watch them. Because I don't think anything's going to compare to The Greatest Showman. You really don't like that movie? You think it's bad? I think it is absolutely a terrible film. And that tells everybody everything they need to know about your taste. Here, Here is my full-throated opinion about The I don't know Showman. if I can take this right now. The Greatest Showman is a series of pretty good music videos surrounded by a horrible movie. What? That's... Oh, my gosh. And it is insane that we are all just ignoring the fact that, like, the real P.T. Barnum was, like, a straight-up, like, con man. And, like, we just, like, write this, like, amazing movie that is all about praising, like, because it's, the whole thing is, like, oh, like, isn't the entertainment industry so amazing because we make all these dreams come true for people? And it's, like, yeah, but we have to hold up this, like, scumbag as, like, our... As, like, the chosen hero of this. Like, can we not find better people to represent how magical, like, storytelling and entertainment is? Okay. Well, <laughs> when you put it like that, I get your take. But I still love the dang movie. Uh, that's fine. I have absolutely made my peace with the fact that, like, I know that, like, I am in a very small little minority of greatest showman haters. Yeah, no, and that's fair. I'm not going to bash you on it. Part of me is like, I think you're all blinded by the fact of how much you love Hugh Jackman and how much you love yes. Zendaya and how much you love Zac Efron. Yes. Do not recognize that they are working in a bad movie. No. Oh, <laughs> you're making me mad now. Stop bashing on it. It's a great movie. You just don't like him. Who? P.T. Barnum. I just don't like the movie. I didn't know anything about P.T. Barnum until afterwards. And I don't know anything about it until now. <laughs> Dang it. I don't want to like that movie now. All right. Moving on to more depressing news. I don't know how you can get more depressing about than greatest show. How terrible. Greatest Stop show it. Stop, dude. It's not a bad movie. It may be you know a bad story. How about I, that? It's I, a bad story, but it's a great movie. Here's I'll extend the olive branch to you. Ugh. It has been a long time since I've watched The Greatest Showman. I have definitely softened on my hatred of a lot of other movies later. So I am pretty confident that if I watched it again, I would soften my opinion and be like, it's not actually that bad. I don't think it's that bad, but I get the story of P.T. Barnum being a con man. I get, I mean, <laughs> well, I don't, maybe con man's not the strong, but like he definitely like did shady things. Well, yeah, he, he, oh man, I don't want to do this. Like, it's pretty it clear that he like kind of exploited people to oh, like, yeah. you know, put them on these shows and but then he realized money. his ways after. and In the movie. I don't know if he ever did that in well, real that's life. That's all I care about. I don't care about the real life. <laughs> I just want that imagination. No, and again, if I watch it again, I will almost certainly come back to you. Just re- watch it again. I got a million Apple shows. You're not actually. I'm you not have going to get to... Apple first, buddy. You can't, I, don't, I, I really don't believe that you're going to get Apple. I can't wait to come back to you next week okay. and be like, I finished, like, Silo. I don't know if I'm ready for... Okay, I, hopefully you do, because Silo's a good one, but if you start bashing on any of my other favorite shows... Okay, we can get into the super true depressing stuff now. Uh, I, I saw... Let's talk yeah. about real news. Okay. What's going on in the world? All right, well... It, we are officially in election season! Yeah. Kill me! <laughs> so excited about Iowa. Kill me! I just... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. This is just... So, Trump won the Iowa caucus. Everyone knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't realize it was going to happen because I, I wasn't like it wasn't on my radar that stuff was going to start showing Trump winning things. So it just like, like it well, blindsided me. OK, like you were ready for it. I was ready. For I it was not I'm ready aware of like, all these polling numbers and things. Yeah. And I know that like in Republican primary polls, like Trump dominates everybody in the field. Yep. 
which like is not that hard to believe that like Trump still has like an iron grip on the Republican Party and the base that they still love him. Yeah, they go from so he won fifty one percent of the vote I think in Iowa. So was anybody even close? Like uh, to... Ron DeSantis was at twenty one percent, and Nikki close. Haley was at nineteen. Man, they should team up and still come short. Well, they hate each other, so uh, well a lot of Republicans because they're like both hate trying to. They both want to be the only other person running against Trump right now. Yeah. But neither one of them wants to uh, admit that one of them has to leave the race in order for that to happen. And you don't see either one of those two. Just... Um, no, I, I mean, eventually, um, I think Ron DeSantis will drop out uh, sometime in the next month. Oh, really? Yeah, because he like he put a ton of his campaign strategy into doing really well in Iowa and like. 21% is like not doing well in Iowa. I so, love the way you say Iowa. You you going to Iowa. 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 No, don't do that. It's just I can hear Sorry, that. Sorry. I, I feel like I can hear the Canadian accent a little bit. I'm sure it comes out at I love it. Points. I love it. I love it. It's not Okay, but yeah, but like, Iowa. Yeah. So, sucks. I mean, it's not the worst case scenario for DeSantis uh-huh. because some of the most recent polling had uh Haley actually beating him in Iowa. So, the fact that he managed to squeeze out that second place is, uh, shows mild signs of life for his campaign. Not that I think it's going to do him any good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if any candidate is going to challenge Trump, I think it is pretty obviously Nikki Haley. Uh, she seems to be like pretty smart, pretty capable on the debate stage. And if she could get on a one-on-one kind of debate with Trump, she might be able to kind of make him look like an idiot. Oh man, I, I that makes my like, stomach churn. Like thinking of yeah, them, I mean, because like objectively, if either of these people are president, like I don't like the policy agendas either one of them will send. Sure, it'll be bad. But like, I think the only thing that can like break the spell that like Republican voters are just so entranced by Trump with is if like you can clearly and definitively show that like Trump is like an idiot loser. <laughs> yeah, like no other like unless you can just like prove time and time again that like trump is just a loser that like you can't break that spell so like sure you have to like get on the de- one trump has to agree to get on the debate stages because he's skipped every debate thus far yeah you have to get up on there is and he gonna have- be able to do it the entire time like i don't think there's anything i don't think there's any rule forcing him to do any debates so you think there's a possibility he could be elected president without ever having to debate anyone yeah that's crazy yeah of course it's crazy Everything about Trump is crazy. <laughs> yeah, everything is. So, okay, so Iowa's down. What's next for... Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yep. Not this New is England. a state that I think Trump is still leading in, but Haley has very strong numbers here. Uh, DeSantis has very poor numbers here. <laughs> so by the time we meet next week, how many states will have... Oh, it's like, it's like two weeks before New Hampshire. Oh, really? Yeah. My goodness. Because you do like kind of do like these like individual states. So for Republican uh, primary, it goes Iowa, then to New Hampshire, then to South Carolina. And can't remember where it goes next. And then you get to like Super Tuesday, which is like 13 states do all their thing on one day. Really? So it's kind of nice because like if you do have like a really contested race, like Super Tuesday tends to be like a day that kind of gives you a clear picture of like who's in the lead, who's not, whatever. Makes sense. But like, I mean, this is. This is all just like a pointless exercise. Trump is going to win the nomination. 
unless he drops dead sometime in the next three weeks. My goodness. <laughs> I don't want to wish that. Even on. then, he might still carry the oh primary. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I could right. totally see Republican voters saying that they will vote for the tr- corpse of Donald Trump over some of these people. That's just getting ridiculous. Okay. Yep. So, it's so officially I did begun. want to talk about some. I saw this weird TikTok where this, like, pundit guy was talking about how, like, you know, I don't get why people aren't criticizing Trump for only getting 51% of the vote in Iowa because, like, you know, like, he got, like, so much of it in 2020. And it's like, we're, what are we talking about? We're talking about, like, a general election versus a primary. Like, of course, Iowa, like, 95% of Iowa Republicans voted for Trump in 2020 because he was the only Republican running yeah. in that race. But when there's like four or five different Republicans, yes, they split the vote a little more because some people have some preferences that maybe don't 100% align with D- Donald Trump. Sure. But if you're a Republican, you're almost certainly going to pick Trump over Biden any day of the week. Yeah. So like, it's just like the stupidest comparison I ever saw. And I just wanted to clown on it. Well, I feel like it's easy to clown on Republicans nowadays, but whatever. well, this was this was like a liberal guy, like I mean, like this should we should be using this as like attack ads against Trump and be like he's not like you know he won ninety five percent of Republican vote in twenty twenty and now he's only winning fifty one percent and it's like what kind of cope are you on, dude? Yeah. Like, of course that's a ridiculous stat. Okay, yeah. so we are coming up towards a shutdown, potential shutdown, partial, potential, partial, shutdown. because I love that. there's like funding for some of it that goes for like a few more weeks and then like for some other departments i think like agriculture energy and like veteran affairs okay face potential shutdowns on friday if they don't get a budget or continuing resolution something passed to keep the money flowing i feel like we're always putting band-aids on bullet holes it is uh very much that is a very apt uh Comparison that we are I feel just like eventually kinda, these band-aids are just going to break the dam yeah, open and it's not going to. I would probably say we are throwing uh, paper towels on paper bullet towels. wounds. <laughs> okay, like, well, we're just like bounty. You'll get it. <laughs> well, bounty is is strong, dude. Mm-hmm. It really is. But they're band-aids are uh, like better. Not something to treat bullet wounds with. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. So yeah, we're just kind of going back and forth on this. That like we need to get this done. Um. So yeah, the Senate announced. Uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, majority leader in the Senate, announced that like there is like a deal from the Senate. So they are hoping to get that passed within the next day or two. And that only goes, what, until March? Uh, Yeah, that would extend it to, like, March 17th for, like, some of it, and then, like, March 31st for the other part of it. It's just, we're just, just dragging our the feet. can down yeah. the road a little longer. Politics. I mean, I get kind of why this is happening, um, because, like, you have this, like, new House leadership, new speaker, Mike Johnson, that, like, genuinely, I don't think he knows what he's doing. So you have like half of Congress is in total disarray because you have like just nonsense happening in the House. Yeah. So like, how do you negotiate a budget when like one half is like trying to figure out how to tie its shoe still? That's <laughs> that's great. I mean, he's lasted longer than has he? No, he Kevin no. McCarthy almost made it a whole year. Okay, yeah. Mike Johnson's only been at it for like two months. Okay, well, he's and just... he's already got the House Freedom Caucus is super pissed at him because. Now, explain to me the House Freedom Caucus. I feel like I should know So, this. like, you have, like, you know, the two major parties, Democrat, Republican, yes. right? They, you know, you run for that, you get elected, whatever. And then once you're in there, like, you kind of divide into little subgroups. Okay. And that's, like, called, like, a caucus. So, like, there is, like, the the Black Caucus, which is, like, basically, like, they just invite, like, all black representatives in Congress to, like, join that caucus. So okay. they can, like, kind of negotiate and be, like, 
present a united front when they go to their party leadership and be like, hey, this is what you need to like do to help our black constituents. Makes sense. So the House Freedom Caucus is a group of about 30 Republican Congress people that uh, this is like a group that initially kind of came around in kind of out of the Tea Party movement of 2010, the backlash to Obama. Uh, They're like very kind of more libertarian minded. They're very uh, small government. They want to choke out funding to the government and privatize like everything they can. Okay. Um, There is also a strong contingent of uh, Christian evangelicalism that kind of flows through that now. Because that's like when you see like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, these people they that's the house freedom caucus oh They're, no that's like the views of the house freedom caucus oh, that's no that's the kind of members of congress we're talking about okay that's all i need to know man so, so oh my goodness they are so you know 30 votes is enough to kind of take the majority away from mike johnson and so if all 30 of the house freedom caucus and the democrats vote against it like that kills the bill so they're kind of able to kind of push Mike Johnson around a little bit and they they're trying to pressure him into not, you know, cutting any deal with the Democrats and to just shut the government down because they think that they will have a better position to negotiate if the government is shut down. Well, their philosophy is that Democrats care more about the government being open, which is probably true. Yeah. So if you can close the government and then you can kind of use that as like a piece of leverage to be like, hey, like, we'll do the thing that you want. Open the government back up if you agree to these cuts that we want. That doesn't sound that good to me. is bad thinking based historically because historically, whatever kind of party gets blamed for the shutdown. And if you are openly advocating for the shutdown, you can bet your bottom dollar you're going to be blamed for it if it happens. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they don't get strong in negotiations everyone's just looks and be like uh no you guys need to open the government back up and just get it done like you don't get negotiating position you don't get leverage so like johnson understands this it seems to be seen he's like he would rather cut a deal with the democrats keep the keep you know do the continuing resolution keep the government going and try to keep negotiating from that kind of point he thinks that gives him a stronger negotiating point House Freedom Caucus disagrees, and that's kind of where the big conflict is at the House right now. So we'll know more by Friday if that it's going to go uh, Presumably, if presumably. we get some votes okay. in by then. Well, we could also see that same situation. This is the same basic situation that which led to Kevin McCarthy being kicked out of the speaker role. You think they would really kick Mike Johnson out? I think if he cuts enough deals with Democrats, they'll, he'll, they'll do it. And then the circle just goes around. And then and we just we could spend all of 2024 where we could be like, well, here's what's happening in the presidential election. We have Donald Trump going from courtroom to courtroom. And over at Congress, we uh, still don't have a speaker. We are on our seven millionth vote for speaker. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> we could leave. truly have the most insane level of dysfunction in the government this year. I feel like we already have seen a little bit so far. We're, we are definitely seeing some dysfunction, but it could 100 percent get worse. <laughs> Because there's some big things that need to get figured out. Like, there is still uh, no spending appropriating any money towards the Middle East in regards to, like, the Israel-Hamas conflict. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting to get more approval for uh, funds to Ukraine for their war. Yeah, that stuff's still going like, there on. Like, there are, like, big conflicts that are ongoing that, like, the U.S. is just sort of abdicating any sort of role in shaping those. Yeah. Like, not doing anything not being able to pass any bill no, it's not so, surprising 
I yeah, would say. it could just be a big old ugly mess for a long time. It's, I feel like that always defines our government. I feel like yeah, anytime we talk about, I feel like every time we, we talk always about talk Congress, about we've down. talked about it in the context of we might be shut down next week. <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, we can also move politics closer to home. There is some, uh, yeah, the Utah legislative bills. session. It yeah. got started up. Um, I haven't taken a super deep dive look at it. I'm planning on mostly doing that probably tomorrow. I think the I biggest time. one we both saw was the Ten Commandments. Yes, I can't remember the name of the dude proposing it, but there is a proposal to have the Ten Commandments publicly displayed in every school in the state. I don't know if that counts for like colleges and universities. I don't sure. know if that's like just high schools or if that includes like elementary schools or whatever. But regardless, uh, seems pretty dumb to me. Yeah. I don't think that we have any particular need to have it's kind uh, of... religious uh, imagery uh, mandatory at schools. No. I think, you know, if there was like a particular teacher that really wanted to do it, maybe you can make like a good free speech argument there for something like but that. Not being but making required, it mandatory yeah. is just weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but I would not be surprised if it goes through. I just... um, well, because if it goes through, what you can expect to see is there'll be court challenges to that. Oh, you saying, think? well, it'll, you'll because this has happened in some other states. And what has happened is that the Church of Satan has sued and said, if you are in order to you know maintain you know religious uh, neutrality, you have to put like our statue up to. Because you can't promote any one religion more than the other. Okay. So like, obviously, you got to like you have to do the, you have to put that up. You know, you have to have like whatever statue they would have for Islam. I don't know what they do for, you know, yeah. you could file suits like that and be like, you know, if you are being fair and equal, you either take that one down or you have to put ours up too. Well, I think they did that. <laughs> I want to say, was it Minnesota? Minnesota? So like the Minnesota state house has like a Bahamut statue. Uh, oh, really? From like the church of Satan. Because, like, they're just like, okay, fine. Like, we want to keep the Ten oh Commandments gosh. up, so we'll put yours up, too. That's crazy. Okay, well, I didn't know Which would that. be hilarious to walk into a Utah high school and see, like, a devil statue. I don't know would if that would ever fly. Peak comedy. Yeah, that would be something else, man. But also, like, it's just stupid to, like, spend time on, like, really dumb, like, religious religious virtue signaling when, like, there is, like, an ecological disaster looming over the state. Yeah, that's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, it's snowing. It's, we got a lot of snow, but, like, that does not erase the problems at the lake. Yeah. It's going to slow it down just a little bit, but it's no, still buy us, like, a couple months at a time, but Maybe. that is not solving the problem. Yeah, and I don't think anybody really wants to look at or uh, work I on think the there problem. are some people that really want to look at it, and I think they're just not in the majority. Sure. Oh, that's, politics. Yeah, no, and that's I mean, super depressing. There, I know, but there's and there's also more bills that we're going to have to dive into. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole legislative session. I mean, I know there's proposed uh, additional tax cuts. Yes. Which be like, yeah, that's exactly what states should do when, like, people tell them that you need to, like, be like, hey, you need to, like, save the lake and that's going to cost a lot of money. Be like, we should make sure that we have less money to spend yeah. so that we can't afford to fix the lake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. Legislative session is in session. Is in session, yeah. and I'm sure we'll have some more things to say about it next week when we. I'm sure you will. Well, because like just... right now we're just at the point where like bills are being proposed. Like yeah. none of these have even made it to like committees. Or, sure. Like, no hearings. Like no debates have happened yet. Like yeah. this is we're literally at the point where like some like state representatives would be like, I want to do this, and like yeah. no one is like told me like, shut up, you idiot. We're not doing that. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. We'll have a good time. We are over an hour again. We're over an hour? How? It feels like I've been talking to you for like five minutes. I just, you know, 
time flies when you're having a blast. I guess so. I gotta do some homework. Yeah. So you're not you're not doing are you I'm I'm interested to see what you're doing. You're just playing around wow watching movies? Um well I'm doing some things like I'm being uh I don't know if this is the best word, but I'm being very domestic right now. Okay. Like making sure I'm decluttering my apartment, doing okay. things like that. Because uh, you know, there is the chance that, you know, that we may be moving. But still in the valley. What does that look for? What does that mean? What does that mean? No, there's nothing set in stone. We can't be the valley boys if you don't live in the valley. We just made this okay. name. You're gonna make us change it? What a Canadian and an American? No. I where nothing, you again. I just want to emphasize, nothing has been set in stone, but the idea has been floated between me and my wife that, you know, maybe it is time to leave Salt Lake. Uh, But that would be, like, way, like, second half of the year at the earliest. So we have at least six months to not have to worry about that at all. Well, yeah, that's how my anxiety works. Yeah. You're just going to leave. You're going to leave Utah. You're going to leave America. You know, I have told you for as long as I've known you that, like, me and my wife don't have plans to settle in Utah, so I don't feel, like, bad about being like, hey, you that thing that? I've been telling you the entire time I've known you I don't might that. actually be true. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I No, I don't remember any of this. I feel like you're having a selective memory right now. I, I do have that. And selective hearing. It's a curse. No, it's an ability. <laughs> yeah. Again, not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, it's been great chatting. That's a depressing yeah. end. Do we have what's? A twi- is it, there's more NFL this weekend, right? They have. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked into it, but we'll talk about it next week. I'm sure we'll have that to talk about. Uh, uh, probably Swift. won't be able to talk about any hockey because I'll be watching so many Apple TV shows. You're not gonna do that, dude. I, don't dude, I can't why. wait to see the look on your face when I am like, be like, I watched like 30 hours of Apple content last week. Okay. Well, I'm not mad about it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So. <laughs>